Welcome to Cast of Creators. We're your hosts. I'm Nelson Thal. And I'm Casey Stewart. We spent our careers in media and publishing, and now we're setting the stage for creative people who inspire us to share their stories. Today's guest, Lisa Sunshine, is a singer, songwriter, and one half of the Juno-nominated children's entertainment group, Sunshine and Broccoli. Lisa shared the backstory on how their musical duo came to be. We chatted about mom life, touring, their upcoming album, and she even sang for us briefly. Here we go. Lisa, welcome to Cast of Creators. Thank you guys for having me. We're Tal- excited. Talia's been raving about you at home for months. And um, she's been saying, now you've got to have on Lisa. I don't know her, but she has the <laughs> best energy and she makes me so excited. And um, um, having Ariel has really opened our eyes to like children's music, of course. And it's been fantastic listening to you. And we were so interested in how you got your start. And, you know, uh, and were you, you know, one of the questions I was really figuring out right at the beginning was like, you started with music or you started with children's music? Oh, good question. Well, first of all, it's so funny because Tal and I were pregnant at the same time. <laughs> and I feel like we became like, like insta besties because we were basically going through at the same time, but I had already had my first. So we, this is our second. So it's just, I, I literally just said, I felt like it was happening to me. Like when you guys were like in labor and you, anyways, uh, so it's, it's very cool. And I'm so honored to be here and be live yes. seeing these two gorgeous faces. So where did it start? Mm-hmm. Sunshine and broccoli. Brock and I met at Sheridan College's musical theater program 25, almost 25 years ago. 25 wow. years ago. Wow. I feel like I'm 100. Yeah. 25 <laughs> years ago. And we're 10. You literally, right? <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then um, when we graduated, I really thought I was going to Broadway. Like it was in my head. Like I'm going to Broadway. I'm moving to New York. That's my dream. That's what I want to do. And Brock really wanted to be a rock star. Okay. Okay. Right. You're like, and and at that time, my aunt had kids and she was taking them to like mom and taught music, which was like really popular. And totally. So she's like, why don't you do this? And I was like, well, I play a little bit of guitar. So, okay, I'm going to do it. And then I asked my friends, I was like, what should I call this? And they're like, Sunshine Soul Train. So my last name is Sunshine. Okay. Okay. So, and they were coming up with like these really funny names. And then someone said singing with Sunshine. I was like, what a great last name. Yeah, it is a great last name. It kind of worked really well, I have to say. And so I got my first gig. I got my first class. And I freaked out because I really play three chords on guitar. Like I really, and I, I think just, you play a lot of songs with you three. can, <laughs> you can, but you have to be confident. And I was like, can I do this? And I called Brock, who was my best friend. I'm like, B, can you help me? So Broccoli was his nickname at school. Yeah. Okay. So everybody called him Broccoli. So he's like, of course I can help you. So he came over we wrote a welcome song. We wrote a goodbye song and we didn't know what we were doing. And that was it. I was like, how hard can this really be? <laughs> so we went to our first class. And they loved it. They're like, who oh, are you so guys? Nice. We feel like we're at a Broadway show. What a great start. And truly, <laughs> that's how it started. It was one group who I got to tell you, I'm still very close to the moms in that class. That some of them are my it. best friends. And and from there, it was just really took off in the community. Um, 
And that's the creation of Sunshine and Broccoli. Oh, fantastic. So I guess that um, when you're writing these songs, I mean, how many songs have you written now for Sunshine and Broccoli? We're working on our sixth album. Right. Yeah, that's so like, wild. Yeah. hundred songs, probably more. More, yeah. So where do these ideas come from? I mean, it's not your typical, I mean, I was in a band and I don't know if you, you know, create music the way we were creating music in our teens, <laughs> which involved hanging out and uh, other, yeah, other you exactly. know, activities. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, your kids must be a lot of, offer you a tremendous amount of inspiration for these. They're like your test subjects. So I didn't have kids. Oh, right. Then so you I didn't. started when uh, I was 19 years old. Yeah, you right? started in 19. So I'll tell Only you. Only recently are they test subjects. Yeah. And they don't even know, like, my oldest now thinks knows I'm sunshine, but like when he was listening, he had no idea that was me. Oh, oh wow, wow, that's, that's cool. so. And cute. my friends were like, "You play sunshine and broccoli to your kids." I'm like, "That's all he wants to listen to." Like for actual real, that's all that would calm him down. Yeah, and I was like, "No, he wants it." But how old's your oldest? Two and a half. Oh, okay. So oh, yeah. Kids are both young. They're young. Okay. They're little babes. But my. My oldest now, because we go into his school sometimes to do shows, he's like, sunshine and broccoli. Oh, my God. And it's very cute. So what's really cool is that when we started and we came out with this first album, the moms were like, we need to hear you guys. Like, we felt like we were at, like, Rent. Like, that's what they would say to us. <laughs> so we're like, okay, let's write an album. We knew nothing about writing kids' music. We knew nothing about really songwriting, to be quite honest with you. And so at that time, we were 19. We both didn't have cars. We bo Actually, Brock drove. That's not true. I didn't have a car yet. And we were riding in like malls, subways, like subway stations, food courts, Starbucks. Like you would see us. And we were just like, oh. And where did our inspiration come from? Like, it's so interesting because that first album, it's called The Sunshine of Broccoli Jam. People like... When I run into parents 20 years ago who are like, my kids are in university, P.S., that was the best album ever because <laughs> they, that really was such an incredible album. And I think it was just like putting ourselves in the minds of children. It really is like, like taking yourself back as a little kid. Yeah. And that first album was like, what do you want to be when you're older? And we're like, a sour key, a fire truck, uh, you know, it was like <laughs> things like that. Oh, so that's so cute. Have we evolved tremendously? Um, our fourth album got a Juno nomination, yes. which was crazy. Yeah, cool. that's great. Um, and an incredible experience. I bet. Yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, I watched you, that. You on went YouTube to the awards. Today. I mean, you went to the oh, awards. We ceremony. went to the awards. We and, performed uh, at the Junos. Beautiful. Wow. Um, it was pretty surreal. Sarah McLaughlin was um the host that year. We walked the red carpet together, and I was like, like. Incredible. It, it was wild. It was just, it was a dream. Where was it that year? It was in London. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. That's awesome. It's so funny. So the, um, what do you want to be when you grow up? My um, partner's daughter, when she was a little kid, we she had did something at school like that. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she said, a dolphin. <laughs> so we always like. She read a song? No, she didn't. But I mean, it could be a could great be. song because she she loved dolphins and she didn't. She was very young, but well, there's want to be a dolphin. There isn't a. T uh, you'd think there'd be a lot more children's content than there actually is, because um, we were grasping at straws early on for Ariel to find something for newborns. Like it was it was shocking actually, because everybody's going through this. Well, parents are going through this one way or another. 
And um, we were on YouTube and then we sort of got baby TV, but it's okay. Yeah. Like it's not great. And, um, but we, we started listening to you. I think what's really- Raffi. And Raffi is amazing. He was also nominated that same year we were. I think what's really cool is that the music we grew up with, like Sharon Lawson Brand, Raffi, um, Fred Penner, um, these are our like role models in this industry. When we came into this industry, there was a handful of people who did this. And then it's grown tremendously. And it is so cool to see the different genres, reggae, rock, punk um, for kids. Yeah. And what I think is so cool is that as we've evolved over the years and we have, you know, a whole team working with us, management, producer, publicist, you know, Mm. as we've grown, we've grown with our fans. Mm -hmm. So it started with like, here's an album and the parents really like listening to it. What I think is really cool what you just said is that now we're at an age where people want like, you're going to be listening to this music a lot. Right. She's going to be like, play it over and right. over. And you're like, oh, my God, yeah. like, I can't listen anymore. So we as artists have to come up with like tunes that you guys think are really mm-hmm. cool and that we want to listen to because yeah. you will listen to them 9000 times. Yes. Over and, and over and over and yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in your head. I mean, nonstop. And you can't get it out of your head. Exactly. And I watched um, my, so Ariel's grandparents, but I watched my parents and um, Talia's parents rediscover some of the songs. And the start of all the rediscovery was like, oh, like, you know, I'm going to be singing that to myself for weeks and weeks if you let it in. But uh, of course, inevitably you do let it in. And yeah, that's, it's fantastic. It's um, awesome. And just like. It's so cool for the older generation, too, because those are the songs like Sharon Lewis and Bram. Mm-hmm. That was my first concert I ever went to, oh, Sharon Lewis and Bram. Yeah, Kitchener. Where? Kitchener. Um, in Kitchener. I grew up in Cambridge. And yeah, like we had tapes and records and there was always music playing in my house. And um, yeah, Sharon Lewis and Bram, legends. Were your parents musicians? or Not musicians? at all. Not at all. I was like really musical at a really, really young age. And I think they picked up on that. Well, I know they picked up on it. And so I was like always like performing and dancing and like people would come over and I'd be, they're like, go and, you know, I'd do the show and, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like we had like grease down pat, yeah. we had all the moves. And so I think that they picked up on it at a really young age. And then it was very funny because my, um, brother and sister had their bar and bat mitzvah. And Jackie Richardson, who is like the Jackie Richardson, performed at a lot of our family events. And Jackie, you know, was like, I mean, now she's like legend, legend, jazz legend of Canada. Um, And she is something so special. But she actually said to me, I performed with her at my bat mitzvah. And she said to my parents, like, I want her to study with my teacher. And I was like, 12 or 13. And I was like, okay. So my parents would take me down to Kensington every weekend. And I would have a vocal lesson with Theodore Gentry. He's no longer with us anymore. But he, I studied with him until I went to Sheridan. Wow. And he's like, you're going to be an opera singer. I'm like, no, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Were you doing that with him? He he wanted me to do a lot of classical, but I'm I'm like a soul sister. Mm -hmm. So like, I was like, no, Theo, I want to soul it out. Yeah. So we would like trade off. But he was instrumental in my 
training. What was some of your favorite music at that point in your life? I loved Bette Midler. <laughs> totally. I, like, don't even go there. The rose uh, went beneath my wings. Like, yes. Yeah. And um, one of my favorite Bette Midler moments <laughs> is in... Um, Beaches when you know I knew you were gonna say that. This is my fortune, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And she says, That's why I'm totally broke. Yeah, yeah, like, oh my god, not I'm not a singer, but god, I love her. Yeah, (laughs) she is something. something. I saw her on Broadway actually. (laughs) Oh, jealous. Um, Whitney, Whitney was a huge one, and musicals like I, every musical I just knew from start to finish, and like would just be wailing in my room like the entire CD and my family would be like shut up already <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah so do you do the camp circuit too of course oh yeah we do we really do <laughs> that's fun it's so fun i i just did a show yesterday brock was actually out of town and so it's very rare that we don't do shows together so we had a backup and i got really nervous I've been doing this for 21 years. Yeah. And everyone's like, why are you nervous? But I got really nervous and you had to like be quick on your feet. And it went really, really well. I had to like switch gears fast. Yeah. But yeah, I think like we are most grateful. Like this is our job. Mm-hmm. This is and consistently for 21 years. It's just been this really yeah. beautiful, organic Fantastic. ride. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I could, what more could you ask for? Really? I know. That's amazing. Uh, thank you. So you tour worldwide we tour canada for sure we've done a bunch of shows in the states also um but right yeah and just you know the pandemic was a really interesting one for us it actually was really good for us so we had it was march break and we had a full tour booked a year in advance show 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 how many shows we had probably about 10 okay and one by one they were canceling yeah you'd see them sort of fall off yeah dominoes i didn't even think this thing was going to be real mm-hmm. yeah i think a lot of people felt that yeah way i was like oh they haven't canceled yet oh yeah i was at a hockey game and people were like you know making jokes of like a sniffle or a cough or a, you know yeah. who the heck would yeah, imagine we went up would... to the cottage and we were like oh well i guess we'll open the cottage a little early <laughs> and then we're up there and then we're like Ooh, i guess we're gonna be here and we stayed the whole year we did too <laughs> we no we spent the cottage yeah we, we spent six months at the cottage yeah. It was actually the best. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I feel like the same. I mean, that was really, it made the best of the situation. But we jumped online right away. Yeah, that's great. And I think that it got a lot of attention, especially from media, because at 11 a.m. every single day, Sunshine and Brock was live on Instagram. Oh so it was like right before like lunchtime, right before like a kid would go nap. And that was like where they would meet us. And for like a few months, we did that. And it was really cool because then like Indigo started writing me and be like, can you come on our channel? And Mastermind started writing me and Blue Mountain started writing me and all these like amazing brands started writing us and being like, oh my God, would you come and perform on ours? And we're like, awesome. It just opened up a completely different world that we, I don't know, like, I mean, they asked me to come perform Mastermind in the store for sure. I I would in a heartbeat, but it was really cool to like, get in this way mm-hmm. you know and yeah like everyone had to change the way that their work was done or that they were entertaining their audiences yeah. and you you know used your platform in a new way and it opened up new eyeballs to your content yeah 
Very much so, yeah. And do you also um, do the morning show circuit? The morning, on the morning shows. shows. So when we have um, something coming up, which we will be releasing our album, uh, our sixth album will come out next few weeks. Great. So we will be doing the circuit. Yeah, fantastic. And you'd be great on morning shows. Yeah, we we've done a bunch, and like back to school, they often have us to sing, you know, an inspirational song for the kids, and hopefully, we're working on that. Um, we've this album, the sixth one, has been such a trip because. We've collaborated with incredible artists. Uh, we just collaborated with the guy who won um, the best uh, reggae, best reggae artist of the year. He's oh thirteen. Wow! And we just wrote this song with another um, Juno award-winning guy, the two of them and us, called "Born to Be Brave." Oh, beautiful title! And it's a reggae, awesome, really cool song. So hopefully we'll be performing that in the next, like, before the kids go back to school on a morning show. Did you sing all through your pregnancy? Did I you did. Two or three. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My first, I did our huge CD release show a week before. My first was early. And... A week before you had your first. But he was he was a few weeks early. So it was, it, that was going to be, like, my last show. Yeah. And then he came a week later. Oh wow! Which was crazy. Yeah. Um, and I rec- and I um, was in the studio the whole the whole way with being pregnant. So that was really cool. And actually, oddly enough, the same with with um, I wrote my album while I was pregnant, and then started recording it when Baron was just born. Wow! Second, yeah, that's great. And. Full drummer, like you've got a full band got behind a full you. Band, we've got a full band. Incredible producer, like oh, I go in. He just works his magic. Like he knows what's up. We've had incredible musicians come in, but it's all been really organic. Like it's just been like, hey, do you want to play like keys or do you want to, you know, bring your sax in and put lay down a few tracks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's been really organic. And that's what I have to say about our whole career. It's just been like a very beautiful, organic ride. So when you ramp up and you're doing an album and you're writing songs for an album, it's mainly you and Broccoli. Yeah. And then you will go to a rehearsal space and start getting the band going or you go right into the studio. We go right into the studio. So Brock and I write in like funny ways. Like sometimes, you know, I will get inspiration from everything. So if I'm walking down the street and I have a notepad in my phone and it's like sunshine and broccoli lyrics and then something will just come and I'll type it quickly. Um, and then I'll tell Brock like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. I'll voice note it to him. And he's like, okay, like we've been doing this for so long that we just know what each other is thinking. So it's kind of easy. And then he'll write something and be like, what do you think of this? I'm like, super cool. Let's add music. I mean, let's add lyrics. And so it happens really fast. Like we can write, we can pop out songs pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Faster than babies. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm cheering. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think I've got that sound here. I'd have to label it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. You grew up in Toronto? I did. And we have a high school overlap. Crazy. But I wouldn't know. I was probably in grade nine when you were heading out. Yes, which is so weird because when I w- would see your pictures on Talia's Instagram, I was like, I know him, but how do I know him? And then I was like, 
in my head. And then finally, I was like, did you go to Metro? You were like, yes, I did. We went to one of the most chill high schools you could oh. ever imagine. Really? really? Yeah. What made it so chill? It was small. It was carpeted. <laughs> and the, Carpeted? Uh, yeah, it was a lot of it was carpeted. Yeah. Um, especially the entrance and all that. And, um, and the principal really didn't take it very seriously. Maybe in a way. Best friend. He was oh, sort of like a best friend principal. And I used to go into his office and he'd have these leather couches. And um he was interested in my in my dad's uh radio show at the time. Yeah. And um he uh used to, you know, I used to skip like waste a class just sitting and talking with him in in his office. <gasps> Which was oh really gosh. a great vibe. But you know what? It was the type of school that they posted your marks in the hall. Our marks were all posted yeah. on a board in the hall for everybody to see. That puts a little bit of pressure on you. Yeah, I don't totally. want to, um, you know, be showing up with 60s. It's very funny because that school I was very you hesitant to go uh, to. I was like, I don't want to go there. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Was it a private school? It was a private okay. school. And everyone's like, you pay for your marks. That's how they That's they how they characterized it. it. They labeled it like that. You pay Which for your marks. Which was so not true. It wasn't true. At all. I, I went there. I thought, this is great. I pay for my marks. <laughs> and uh, I got there and I You're realized like, that six that's days? not true. You yeah. have to do well, actual work for them. I think it was a really beautiful community. Yeah. And everyone said to me before I came, like, you're going to love it. It's like a family. I'm like, school is not like a family. But Wayne, our principal, same thing. Were you he on was, first name basis with the principal? Yes. Yeah, we called yes. the, all the teachers by their first name. Yes. Wow. Yeah, the teachers were working for you. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. Oh, my God. But yeah, like yeah. if an entire class didn't like a teacher, she was pretty well going. Oh, my But God. they were invested in you. Like, yeah, they actually, were. They were. Wayne, yeah. he would call me when you said I spent a whole period with him. I was like, he would call me on the PA. Yeah, he'd call like, me Lisa on the Lisa come to my office, and I'd be like, hi, Wayne. He's like, can you get me a Diet Coke? Oh. I swear. Oh, yeah. Well, he and, did that to, to the guy kids as well. No, <laughs> not just the girls. No, no not no, just no. the girls. But he also, they, they, it's true. It's true. Yeah, it wasn't was, just that, the girls. It was to everyone. Just, it was yeah, everyone. Yeah. But he was really invested in my career and my, like, he really wanted me to go to university. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Windsor had an amazing musical theater program. But Metro really didn't. Well, there was Metro, the drama. There was the drama room. Did I sing at your graduation? He used to have you know what? at everyone's graduation. I don't remember that graduation. Okay. All I remember is it was far north. <laughs> That's what I remember. It I was north of here in some uh, some neighborhood I'd never been into. Cheaped out on the low. You can't get a decent place. <laughs> you guys are um, here paying for your school and they can't get like a nice venue for you. For no. You the, the joke is with a private school. You actually sacrifice a lot of the great programs that many public schools have in smaller cities. Right. Like if you go up to North Bay where Talia is from and you look at their public school, they had way more stuff. Right. And you were exposed to way more things in that North Bay public school than we were exposed to at Metro. We weren't exposed to very much at Metro in terms of like compared to like a school with a football field yeah and like there's no football field there's no bait there's there's none of that there's no pool that a parking lot that a parking lot everyone would hang out so like you're not it's it's in some ways it's good but in many ways it it's not good right because your child really doesn't get exposed to the the breadth of activities that they do in just a standard public school in rural ontario mm -hmm. um uh but um 
you know, like even like for lunch, like it was such a small school that they used to pull up two um, trucks. two trucks, like two like um, construction worker. Really? And I'll tell you, never want to go running out. Yeah. Totally changed my uh, my mind about those trucks because there's a lot of good food <laughs> on those trucks. Okay, when you I don't see even remember that, but I do remember they would pull the trucks up. I just thought that was normal. Yeah, but it was also very like there was a lot of kids. I guess there was a group of kids doing drugs at that school. Oh, for in our in our years, like smoking weed. Oh, I'm sure. Like at lunch. And stuff. It was like I oh, that. Like they, they that I, I. I mean, when I was in grade nine, and I saw that. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> 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 now I walk here in the morning, and the construction guys are smoking weed. All I smell from my condo to here is people yeah. smoking weed. I and can't believe how many people smoke weed in the morning in this city. It's yeah. insane. It's well, it's I mean, thick. Like yeah, like and I mean. I'm uh, in a live in a very cannabis friendly household, and my whole partner is, is the whole, whole country is now. But like in our house, and like I know there's lots of different reasons. Like, um, like you know, Sean will smoke weed before he goes on his run, or Damn. like you know, it works well. He's in film and entertainment, and like, but hey, he's done that for like 30 years. You know, and it's like something. But Damn. yeah, uh, but I, I mean, I think it, it is if you're like a person who. I mean, they putting up scaffolding yeah. and they're putting up like they're, they're putting up scaffolding yeah, and hammering stuff know. and they're, they're, you know, high up there. So I mean, no, if, no yeah. pun intended. But I mean, I guess <laughs> sometimes if you're someone who's like a, a pretty regular weed smoker, you could smoke like a joint and you don't get like, you know, and you don't smoke weed very often. And then yeah, you they're, not, weed, you're they're like, not falling <laughs> off the thing. But you're just like, it kind of makes you like calm and focus. Yeah. Well, hey. Could, that's could how that. that's how all the scaffolding goes. Yeah, up. that goes goes up so fast, <laughs> goes so fast. Like, holy shit, that condo got built in like yeah. no time. Those guys are just like taking a a hoot, and then they're like, new building. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, school was good. I don't remember if you sang at our grad, but um, so you went right from there to Sheridan. I did. Which Sheridan campus? The one Oakville. Oh, in Oakville, that's mm-hmm. nice. Cool. Okay, it was awesome. And how'd you get to that one? Versus, I guess this one wasn't built yet. No, one. and we okay. all lived there, right? And it was oh, you, so cool. You lived out. Oh, you live there. Yeah, it's I live in school. We well, I had an apartment in Oakville. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you went from Toronto. Yeah. Got an apartment in Oakville. Yeah. That's great. It's a good it's idea. Very cool. I mean, yeah, I, I started to go to York at uh, um, Shulik at York, the yeah. campus, and my uncle was like, you know, you may think about getting an apartment up there okay well it's the same thing it's far like it's far yeah (laughs) but i didn't do that i thought it was insane he went to york and i think that his all his dream was having an apartment there like so he was really close to his home base yeah but uh i didn't care i mean it was okay (laughs) (laughs) well the commute now compared to the commute then i feel like are totally two different worlds yes 20 years ago Okay, so you're living out in Oakville with a group of girls in like a dorm con yourself? The first year I lived with like random people because it was like my first year and I didn't get into res and we pulled every card to try to get me into res. <laughs> Wayne even called, my old principal called oh. and was like, um, and then I moved in with some friends the second year and the third year. And that's a program, a theater program. Yeah. So like what place so you get there and like what's like the curriculum of a first year of a theater program? It literally was like singing, dancing, acting, 
all day long. Oh, wow. like you dance so you get, every day. Wow. It was it was like thinking back on it. I don't think I could do it now. But mm-hmm. then it was a dream. Like it was like, this yeah, is school. And this is like what I'm getting graded on. And I'm actually getting really good grades because I'm talented. And you're doing something that you love that you're actually good at. No, I say it all the time. I really feel so blessed that like, you know, when I left Sheridan, I, you know, you're supposed to get an agent and you're supposed to like auditioning. and Mm -hmm. Right. You're going down a very low probability path. Yeah. Really. If you're going like into theater or sort of trying to be, I don't know, a pop star anything or something. Like that. Anything you're, like that. Yeah, like, you're going into this like, but like that's this. your dream, right? Right. And at that point, you're still so young. So it was uh-huh. like, and I remember going back to like visit people and watch their shows at school. And they're like, what show are you in? Where are you auditioning? And I was like, oh, I started this thing called Sunshine and Broccoli. And they're like, Okay. Uh, yeah. And now they're all like, you are the smartest thing. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Because the success that we've had over the last 21 years is like, yeah, beyond what I could have ever oh, imagined yeah. it to yeah. be. And they're and getting adult credits a, at Sheridan. Those yeah. girls are still at Sheridan getting but adult credits. It's hard to have a, you know, in that type of industry, especially if you're going into some type of theater or performance or singing, dancing, you know, to have a career that long where you're booked and busy you know what i think is really cool yeah is I, totally it is very it's it and i see my friends now who some are still in the business a lot of them had to go back to school to change careers yeah that's what i just said go yeah. back to sheridan as an adult program it's yeah. true but yeah a lot of them did <laughs> yeah because now like sheridan has become a university so a lot of them went back to get their um degree degree yeah yes and for me i i teach so i didn't need to get anything but or i could have i chose not to mm-hmm. but it's really interesting to like see people now and like some are hostesses at restaurants and some are in the business and some moved to film and tv and yeah. some just moved completely away and we actually one of my best girlfriends from the year i graduated is in a show now and we a bunch of our friends went to go see it and i was like blown away and i was like it's amazing that all these years later, she's getting cast as the lead role. And she just was unbelievable. But I couldn't put in those rehearsal times. Like, I'm a mom of two. Like, I'm in bed by like nine. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, no, how I do you know, even stay you. up? Right. How does your body move that <laughs> way? Like, we're in our 40s. Like, yeah. But it's amazing. It's amazing that, you know, the industry is thriving and back to like, that kind of place but for me to be able to a write my own music do what i want to do and and be booked so far in advance is like a really big gift yeah so somebody basically manages all your bookings it's not like you're you know doing any bookings i do some and our booking agent does and cool yeah see case we we need to find a yeah we need a booking agent for more guests (laughs) we do all of them (laughs) <laughs> we do a lot of, we have some people on our team, but you know, yeah. as we grow and we do more apps, that sounds like a great you idea. Know, we've done, um, when we started the podcast, we were thinking, oh, maybe we'll be grasping at straws for people, but it's been like the opposite. Yeah. It's been so wonderful. And there's and so we've many had so much fun around with it. us. And as you know, as you girls were talking about earlier with the pandemic, it was just like we were craving in-person conversation. 
and um, everybody is busy enough that it was like, well, if we're going to get together and have in-person conversation, we might as well make it really, you know, count. I love it. So we started to realize we were meeting up with people and we're like, you know, this will be a, this would be fun, fun to just do this on a podcast and talk. And we felt that there wasn't any forum in the whole city that really just allowed you to come in. You're, you know, it's being, the video is being recorded, the audio is being recorded. You just relax, have a conversation. And we were on, we've been on a bunch of podcasts and it's always like this little like elevator pitch style thing. And we never really enjoyed it so much as guests. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe a bit you riff for like two minutes, three minutes. So you've got something for like, you know, five minutes. But um, it's been really wonderful to um, build a space that we welcome all creators of all kinds in and to just have these conversations. So it's been incredibly rewarding for us. And Yeah, and, uh, it's, it's been, been nice to have, um, you know, we we don't do too much prep for the episode. We know who the person is. We have a guest come in. And we kind of have like a long, long form content where we just see where the conversation goes. We want to know, you know, what they're up to or how they got to where they are and what's next. And sometimes we get into conversations totally unrelated that to what the Which person does but are just maybe common things that we all can we all you know share deal with the common things we all share but and i think that has been really fun yes Nobody, you're not like oh oh shoot god we only have five minutes like you're not trying to get everything in we can always cut something out but be able to just sit back relax laugh together you know talk about some old thing and some story and it, it's so fun it's really really fun I'm so happy for you guys Yeah, because I really think, first of all, I was so excited because I was like, it's in person and I get to like see you guys and feel your, and I also think a very like open conversation is also, um, it allows people to know somebody a little bit differently Yes, than just like. Completely agree. You know what I mean? Like, and, well, especially what you right. see on someone's social media is only like there's a lot, there's a lot of friends I have. I watch their social media and I see them in person. It's like there's so much more sparkle to them in person. Oh, yeah. That doesn't come through a lot just in, you know, in whatever they're doing. On I think what's really interesting, too, is that as I became a mom, I really opened up my space of Sunshine and Broccoli, um, especially on Instagram, to kind of like, OK, I'm a new mom and I'm navigating this. Yes, with you. that's yeah. nice. And so that was a really cool um aspect to kind of just like be like okay i'm gonna be as exposed as i can because i think it's so important on social media to show up i'm not like this all the time yeah it's like are you this happy all the time i'm like no and i think it's like people want to know us also right yes. like as like performers but also like what else is there yeah, yeah. absolutely well we we're happy you shared the um sleep trainer <laughs> game changer <laughs> yeah game, game changer, changer. Who knew? I know. I my my son was. I didn't have to sleep train my first, and every kid is so different. So I reached out to her because I know her from social media. And when I had Baron, she actually wrote me and said, "If you ever need any like sleep help," and I was like, "Okay." And then I was like, "Oh, I need sleep help." <laughs> <laughs> she means Fourth. business. That girl do. <laughs> she's yeah. no joke. No, like she if is. you're the if you're the baby in the room crying, she's not coming in. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> she's the baby whisperer yeah. though yeah wow. oh she's got she, well look she's gone through hundreds and hundreds of babies she's getting hundreds of babies wow. so um but yeah that's been a, it's a journey that it's funny because as much as it's a well-traveled journey it's 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 almost like virgin ground at yeah. the same time you know from one to two yes 
from each kid. It's yeah. just, and that's what I think is so important for all of us to share. It's like these milestones and these, my kid's sleeping, my kid's not sleeping, my kid's eating this, my kid's standing, my kid's sitting, my kid's crawling. My, it's like every kid gets there at their own pace. Mm-hmm. So being a new mom, you're like, but the book says seven months they got to. Right. Yeah. And only a, a few of them. <laughs> exactly. But um, the key book that I read before having Ariel was The Happiest Baby on the Block. Did you ever read that book? No. Oh, you would have loved it. It was awesome. If you plan on having a third, <laughs> you should come <laughs> down. Well, so <laughs> uh, you probably don't need to read the book. But tell but, me about it. So the wonderful thing about this book is it really lays out your mission in those first three months in an incredibly clear way. And it's a and it's a way that's very you sort of like you, you once you hear it, it's like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And fundamentally your mission in the first three months is to replicate the womb. Mm-hmm. So that I had never really thought about that. And I had never really thought about um trying to understand the con- the conditions in the womb to better understand what would be the best plan of attack for your first three months. Mm-hmm. And once you realize that the womb's noisy, okay, it's noisy in there. It's like apparently as loud as a vacuum cleaner, okay? okay? So between the blood circulating and your breathing and your movement, it's noisy in there. Yeah. Now, they actually know that because they must put a microphone in there. And yeah. Get a, <laughs> um, these have never been used for um, <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> so, and it's constantly in motion, basically constantly in motion. The baby is uh, pretty well, much more comfortable in motion than it is it, when it's still. And uh, one of the, th- the reasons why they l- get lulled to sleep when they're in motion is because when you're walking around with your baby and you're pregnant, it's pretty well sleeping for that time. So, um, I mean, I could go through the rest of it, but so there are these, I mean, the other is of course swaddling. Okay. So you go through this book and you start to understand like the different conditions that you have to start to replicate. And you basically follow these rules and you get into a groove with them. And it's like these babies just like turn off like a switch. If you do the, if you, if you follow them, you do them all right. So I was in this group and the, and the first time Ariel was crying like in the hospital and I brought a lot of the, like I brought our snoo bat, I, we brought, I brought our snoo sacks to the hospital with me. Wow. Because okay? I wanted to, I didn't want to use their swaddles because the snoo swaddle is like so easy. So I brought the snoo swaddle to the hospital. I was like ready with that and um, ready with all like the other key stuff, like the white noise and all sorts of other stuff. And um uh, the first time I put her in the swaddle, put, turned on the white noise, did like the this like this side stomach position, did like the little jiggle. Um, she like turned off, and I was like, "Oh, this book is fantastic!" Like, <laughs> the only book, like this is the only thing I needed. And yeah. um, and then I mean, he's got a happiest toddler on the block. Oh, that one. You should okay, get into happiest toddler. On who the is block. that? He's the doctor who invented the snoo. His name's Doctor Harvey Carp. Oh no way! Yeah. Him being a doctor, that could be a plus for you. It could be a minus for you, but smart guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Noted. So, yeah. Right. So it's a good one. And, um, but it's been, it's been wonderful. I mean, it's basically, uh, I mean, Case, you know what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> but I've seen even like, um, Ariel, even when we were, um, like when she was born, I saw, had seen her like on the camera almost all the oh, time yeah. since she's been born. She's just such a chill baby. Who oh, knew it was so much work? To get them started, you know, 
Oh yeah. Like, I don't know how my grandmother had six kids and like a bunch of them like so close. We're doing like, it because it was different. It was different. A different time. It was different. It was. What are they not waking up these kids? <laughs> like what do you when you say different? What do you mean? Back then it was the more the merrier. Let's go. Let's keep her. Let's keep it going. Yeah. But well, it yeah. probably also didn't, there wasn't the snoo and the sound machine and all the other things. Like, I mean. It, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know how different it was, but I can tell you. Uh, Ariel, when Ariel's asleep in the house, every noise you make, even though I've got the white noise machine on in her room, I've got music on in her room. Um, every noise you make, like you open up the freezer to open up like frozen fruit, like the package. Of oh, so fruit. loud. It sounds like a, a dinosaur is like yeah. in the room or something. It doesn't matter what you do. So I don't know how you deal with her sharing a room with another child and like a paper thin wall to like the other two sisters. It's when I like have people crazy. over and they like make a lot of noise, I'm like, if you wake them, you take them. That's my that's <laughs> my motto. Them, you take, you take them. them. <laughs> but also they got to get used to. Oh, we, yeah. we make sure that she pretty well revolves around our volume. Yeah. Early. Like we weren't tiptoeing around her. But it that's is good. true. It's uh, like there, especially if you have a babe who wakes up. Because mm -hmm. like sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to be up and oh, my God, it's going to be he's going to get up again at 430, you know, and right. so you're like very. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're tiptoeing. You're tiptoeing. And you're also like we were at the cottage, um, you guys, too. And, you know, for us, it's like, oh, we weren't with her. Never, never. Not until she got into um, not until much later. Like we 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 had. um the last time we were at the cottage was Halloween. We had her in January 6th. And then we didn't go back to the cottage for um, months, like till May. Oh, wow. Yeah, we just stayed in a groove here. But when you're in that three-hour wake groove, like when you're feeding every three hours, it's, and it's, it's it, it, we, uh, so we had a night nurse booked, okay? Yeah. And- this is great. We can go into kids stuff. It's like totally on theme with you. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> so we had a night nurse booked. Okay. Apparently you needed we, we needed a night nurse. Okay. So we have this night nurse booked, recommended from a friend. Okay. So I figure, okay, fine. I didn't do too much digging into the whole thing. So um, we come home with Ariel on, uh, we were there for the weekend because so it was a C-section. So we're there like for two nights. Mm -hmm. We're there. Um, we come home with her and that first night we don't have the night nurse but the next night the night nurse is coming okay now i'm thinking like if this is a night nurse who you pay a lot of money to i'm thinking like mary poppins is coming <laughs> through the door okay that's my idea of who's coming okay because in order for me to charge what she's charging i'd be like mary poppins at your place okay it's like 200 dollars a night or something it's crazy so um <laughs> So, uh, knock on the door. <laughs> Night nurse is here. Okay, fantastic. You know, our savior is here. This is awesome. Okay, comes in. And uh, first thing that threw me was, and I'm not saying all night nurses are like this, but, you know, she was a night nurse. Um, first thing that threw me was she stays in her street clothes. Okay. So, I thought she'd come in and change. Okay, that was the, the first key thing that threw me, completely threw me, is that she stayed in her street clothes. And Eric, this, like your baby's like fresh out of the womb. It's like, yeah. you don't want street it's clothes a brand new baby. It's brand new. So then, um, okay, so she washes her hands, she comes over, she sits on the couch. 
and we're talking to her. And, um, I mean, <laughs> this, okay, she starts picking at her cuticle, okay? So, she starts picking at her cuticle, and I'm sort of watching her picking at her cuticle, like, sitting on the couch, and I'm like, okay. So, I go to the kitchen area. I grab, like, one of the garbages. I bring it back. I put it beside her. I say, you want me when I use the garbage oh here? God. So, she goes, oh, no, I, I don't need the garbage. And she's sort of, like, rolling it around in her, in her fingers. So, um, so, that was not good. <laughs> then, she goes to me, do you have a pen and paper? Because I'm going to need to track her, um, her cycles or whatever she called it. I said, pad, pad and paper. Like, you're not coming here with a pad and paper. Like, for 200 bucks a night, you're not coming here with a cheap pad, a nothing pad, and a pen or whatever with, like, Ariel's name written on it, all, <laughs> yeah. like, prepared and ready to go. No, she's asking us for, like, a pad and paper. And then um, she went to help Ariel to put her on Talia. And she did it like, I mean, like she'd never touched a baby in her life. Okay. It was like crazy. Just like oh this forceful sort of a nothing. So I, um, I was holding her heel and I said, Ty, you must have to go to the bathroom. You have to go to the bathroom. Ty was like, yeah, you know, I do have to go to the bathroom. I said, okay, well, you know what? I'll walk you to the bathroom. I said, you know, I just said to the girl, okay, we're going to, you know, wait here. I said, just tell you, tell you, I don't think we can let her stay the night. Okay. Like I'm not, I'm not. Okay, this is like maybe half an hour after she walked in the door. She's like booked for like a week. I, um, I said, you know, we gotta get, we gotta get out of here. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not comfortable with staying at night. Like uh, we gotta get out of here. And Talia says, Are you sure we'll try it the one night? And then I said, No, 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 no. I'm gonna. I'm like I was like. This is like I was getting now excited to I was thinking about how I'm gonna project do it, how I'm gonna do it. Yeah, project yeah. exactly. So I get into <laughs> exactly. So you're thinking, well, now you got to walk into the other room and you, and you got to figure out how you're going to maneuver out of this night nurse. So like before that, you're th I was thinking, well, I've got to pay her for the night. You know what I mean? Like you got to, you, like you're kind of caught, even though she's in my definition, not a night nurse. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you got to pay her for the night. So you knew you were out the night. Okay. Um, so I walk in the other room. You're thinking, you know, in life, you get into these little predicaments where you, you, you sometimes um, get to go into them confidently. Um, and I went into this one really confidently. I was actually pretty excited to do it. Um, <laughs> so I, um, I, I went with the line. Um, I, I think that I, I realized that probably the, the, the phrase, I'm not comfortable, was a good one. Okay. <laughs> like you could basically, you know, I'm not comfortable with. So right. I figured I'd roll with I'm not comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't want her to be offended mm -hmm. and like cause a scene. Right. You know? Right, right, right. Like I didn't want it to lead to, you booked me for a week and I've been, like, I've been counting on it. Like whatever it could have led into. That's what you're starting thinking about. So I said to her basically, you know what? I'm not comfortable. I've been watching. I was expecting you to change. You know, I think with, with within the context of what's been going on, it's appropriate for you to change. Um, and I'm not comfortable moving forward with the night or our booking. And I'd like you to leave. Okay. It's like, like, like that. Ballsy. Yeah. Ballsy. Right. Yeah. But, but at the same time, like a wax. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. A good wax. Like you know? Doer. Like, exactly. Yeah. So um, she, her jaw hit the floor. <laughs> okay. 
Her jaw completely hit the floor. She, she I, and I can't believe that she's so surprised. Oh, <laughs> because I can't believe she was so surprised. Jaw hit the floor, and um, she sort of made this retreat. She said, "Oh, okay, okay, okay," like like a bit of a retreat like that. She left in such a huff that she forgot her jacket. Oh God! Oh, so January. So then I was like, like so she must have gotten to like the she got to like the elevator, and I'm like, Talia, she forgot her jacket. <laughs> I get to like go out and say, excuse me, like you forgot <laughs> your jacket. No. <laughs> so I, I, you know, said, excuse me, you forgot your jacket. Gave her the jacket. I, I paid her, mm-hmm. too. and then that was it. So our night nurse days were over. So I ended up being the night night nurse, nurse. and um, that is. A heck of a interesting grind because your body almost in the hospital has morphed into a bit of a different person because you're in the hospital up like for 72 hours. But now you're Mr. I'm on a mission. Mm-hmm. And um, but did you were you in the hospital for three days, two days? We also had a C-section. Oh, OK, so, you know, so, so you know. So we know. And my son was born on the snowstorm. Do you guys remember oh, the snowstorm? Yes. That like you couldn't. Yes. What date? January 17th. Oh, my brother's I, the 18th. And my yeah. sister's the 18th. We've oh. never talked about this? Nope. Oh, oh. interesting. Here yeah. we go. Meet each other. Welcome, yeah. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Introduce yourselves. Wow, maybe I should do one of these with you. I'll learn about <laughs> you. I don't know who the hell's sitting there. <laughs> who is this co-host I've been sitting with uh, for so long? Oh, sister? Yeah. Oh, sister. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. so I had a C-section booked. We, I don't know if you remember that day, but it was like one for the books. Like, mm. yeah, it was an insane. It was storm. insane. Like my husband, yes, went outside for three hours to try to shovel the car out, and then we had everything planned. They canceled my son's school. My sister was coming to watch him, couldn't get to us. My sister in law couldn't get to us. I had to call the daycare owner, and I was crying. I was like, no one can take Z. She's like, I'll take him. Bring him here. I brought him wow, to her house. So nice. oh. It was the, like, she is an earth angel. I will never forget that in a bazillion years. Oh. Um, but back to night nurse, I have the best night nurse. Mm-hmm. So my situation you is, connected I on know, you should have, I wasn't tell you me. guys everything. I know. <laughs> no, she is my, my God's gift to us. And we're oh, that's very, fantastic. very close to her. And I wish I had a good night nurse. Yeah. But they're hit or miss, but we just had a real hit and you had a miss. Yeah, we completely missed. And it's hard because, so for us, for our first, we had her for an extended period because we were new parents and, you know, we... What's an extended period? Two months. Yeah, fantastic. It was. But the thing is, though, I couldn't figure out, for me, I couldn't figure out what she was doing. That you could I know. That I didn't want to do because I wanted to do it all. Right. Uh, personally. Um, and it's not like there was any other children around, but I wanted to do it all in the sense that like I didn't like the idea of her feeding her in the night. Like I didn't like the idea of her or of her hands even touching her. And there's two different <laughs> yeah, you know, like But there's is- so many different parents. And I just want to say this like out loud. It is a very big privilege to have a night nurse. Mm-hmm. Um and it, yeah, it, that it, most people do it on their own. For us, we were new parents. Um, we didn't have so much support. Um, oh, 
in the yeah, parent what field. Were, what so were your parents? Were your parents in, involved? My dad's not, wasn't well. My dad's no longer living, oh. but he wasn't well. And then and what about so, your husband's parents? And yeah, they were helpful to the extent that they could be helpful, yeah. right? My mom, it's worth mentioning. Yeah. Yes. My mom was there at my place pretty well, 6 or 7 a.m. for those first chunk of weeks every day. Which is a Which was a huge help. help. So yeah. like, for example, when I, after basically pulling an all-nighter or a patchy nighter each night, I was relieved at 6 or 7 a.m. to get a pocket of sleep before- um, uh, before stand up. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Which, which at like t- 10, basically before 10. So, like, I, I would at least get a guaranteed. I mean, it, it, when you don't get any sleep, three hours seems like a lot of sleep. But I, w- I would at least get a guaranteed, like, three hour pocket in there, which it's was also, just enough. It takes a village. Like, yeah, it, it takes really a- takes a village. When people say that, you're like, haha, no, it yeah, really it takes a village. To really do it classy. You need both sets of in-laws that mm-hmm. all get along. You almost have to be living in the same home and and maybe also have some help. And then you can actually do it like in the most – like the least stressful way possible because other than that, you're like a zombie. You just also don't know what kind of baby you're going to have. Yes. So it, it's like – some people just fly through and my kid, you know, my first was sleeping through the night at three and a half months. We never had to, I mean, we had support and, and they teach you a lot, right? As a mm-hmm. new mom and listen, tying into like what I do, I've worked with kids my entire career, mm-hmm. Yeah, but not. I don't take them when they're babies. <laughs> so it was really interesting to like learn a lot and she became family to us. Um, and she still is family to us. And she helped us with our second also. And Amazing. there's just like a really beautiful, but it is, it, it takes a village. It's, it is. Should she change into a nursing outfit? She not? doesn't. But oh. that didn't bother me. Even during the pandemic and she subway. No, the pandemic, place? she, no, she didn't subway to our place. Oh, she drove in her own car. She drove in her car oh, and she wore a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it didn't, it didn't bother me, but like. Not to say what, you know what I mean? Like everyone. Look, if she's listening, she's great. She could think about a nurse outfit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't have one ready for it. Exactly. You know what? I should have. I should have. Pad, I should, you know what? I should have just been like, here's the pad. Here's the pen. Here's the nurse. I should have done the job, which I ended up doing. But you did, yeah. So you should tell everyone it's your, um, your, your uh, taking bookings for yeah, evenings. Exactly. <laughs> I'll come with a, with a change. service. I'll come with a, yeah, come with a pad, pen. Pad will have your child's name on it. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All set. Is there, I guess you mentioned, um, you know, you don't, um, you know, like you, you're not, you know, taking people's kids with their babies, but do you perform for kids of like all different ages? Is there a specific like it's mostly only kids like under 10 or yeah. stops at? Yeah. What? So we would what say kind two of kids, to 10. Especially for anyone out there listening. They're like, I need to get Good if they point. don't know you already. Yes. They need to know for sure. Lots of people in our circles and friends that will be listening have kids and want to know. Yes. So I would say like. Our targeted demographic for great question. What a question. great question. <laughs> if I could fist pump you, I would. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, I think for kids coming to see our shows, I would say two to 10 okay. is the demographic. But if you're listening and a lot of people are like, you know, we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we're on all channels. So people will put our music on and 
and kids of any age. Like my son also loves it. I actually, it's very interesting. I wrote a song for Zaid is my first boy. I have two boys. And so I wrote a song for him when he was born. And I, I only really wrote the chorus. It's, I, it's an I love you song. And then when I was pregnant with Baron, I said to Brock, we got to finish this song. Like, it's so good. So when I was pregnant, I finished the song. And it's really like a really beautiful song about how your babies, like as a mom, like you, you are the only one who knows what my heartbeat sounds from the inside out. Like you're, it, it, it's, it's, it's a very, so when my producer sent me the song, I was walking with Baron, my youngest, and I was bawling hysterically. Oh, like it just brought me to sure. this. Because we had the the violin and the fit. It was, it's, it's such a beautiful song. I'll have to listen to that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I think you're going to enjoy it. And so that's the only song that calms my youngest down. Wow. There's something about the song. I don't know if it was like he was in the womb. And I don't know. But if he is having a freak out, it's the first thing I put on. And it's like magic. It just like stops him. So that's what music does. Like it's. You see it, right? Like music is so empowering for everyone. Mm -hmm. We have a song that music is the universal language because it is, Absolutely. right? Like totally. All of us can partake. And I think the cool thing about kids and music is that it brings parent and child together. Mm -hmm. It's something you guys can do together. And it's something, you know, dance parties and this. It's like, it's like it brings it all in, right? So that's why you don't want to listen to like annoying music. No, I, I mean, it's so important. Like I, I was in like kinder music and we did all kinds of like music and I we did music things at my Montessori and like yeah. my mom always, she was at home with us until I was 16. So I, I feel like so lucky that we got to grow up like that with lots of music and playing and, you know, stuff. And I just, I was excited to chat with you because I think it's so, it's so cool. You know, I was, had talked to people like I'd be a good, um, host on a kid's type of show. Like when <laughs> I really was younger, people would say that because like, you know, I always was an energetic person and I love that. I just, I think it's such an important thing for kids to be exposed to that music type of play and singing and dancing. And it, it just, it, it comes in handy like later in life. I think it just helps make kids great people. I think what's really cool is each album has had kind of a theme. Mm -hmm. And so our Juno album was, it's cool to be kind. And that time frame where bullying was really mm -hmm. it was really we we're all you know anti-bullying as we continued to be but mm -hmm. the themes were so important yeah and so as each album um this one the themes are just like born to be brave like we've got this guys and i think um it's it, it's it's a moving one like i i am so certain that it is going to get a juno nom let's just yes, all the, the good Absolutely. vibes out, out there. there but but really because it's powerful and it's like um we wrote a song with um our friend twinkle she's in la and it's like behave be kind be you this is what you gotta do and it's all like where we are now, right? Like, w what kind of kids do we want to raise? Like, I see it with the kids. Like, it's so important. Like, I do affirmations with my son every day. Like, we're living in a different time where we want them to grow up as, like, amazing, worthy, like, nice, kind humans. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a wonderful song. Yeah. I could, and your voice is so beautiful. I was like, oh, just sing it, girl. <laughs> sing it, girl. But yeah, so I think... 
you know, tying it all in, it's like music really like, you know, you have these memories, you have these memories, you're creating these memories for our kids. Right. And it's just, it's just a bonding experience. Yeah, absolutely. Do you ever um, sing or perform for non-children? I do. Oh, I do. And I'm actually <laughs> adults, so, non-children. You want to know the funniest thing? <laughs> we were getting calls from senior homes. Would we come in? The other end of it. And, and we would say it's like the circle of life. It's yeah. so interesting. Um, so we haven't, pandemic, we we didn't obviously go okay, in. Of course. But I am, I get calls all the time for um people in the theater world when I come sing in this cabaret. I'm actually doing a charity show for Save a Child's Heart. Right. Love Save it. Child's yeah. Heart. Yes. They're doing a show called Levity. So I'm um, going to join them in that. Cool. And I actually can't wait. Actually, Brock's doing it too, which it, he never oh, that's does. Cool. And just because we missed At the it, same time, you're both doing it. We're both time. doing it. Uh, I don't think we were casting anything together, which is funny, but- But it's their music. It's um, a Broadway what? review. Oh, it's a oh, lovely. So it's like fun songs and, but it's fun because I really miss that. I really miss that, that area of my life. Yeah. Gosh. What's uh, touring like? So we just wrapped up our last summer show yesterday. Oh, cool. At camp, which was wicked. Bus. Do you do the tours on by bus? Like, what's the travel like? We get in the car. Cars. Yeah. And honestly, it's like, it's like a vacation. I'm like, I'm in the car by myself. <laughs> like people will often say to me, like, how do you do it? Like you're here, you're there, you're everywhere. Like, how do you do it? And I was actually going to write a post about it today about how like we can't do it all. Right. Yeah. But as a mom of two kids and this is my passion. This is like fulfills me so deeply that thank God that we can find coverage to like watch one of the babes and. You know, yesterday I was like, I feel like I'm on vacation. I got in the car at 11 and it was actually near my cottage. So I like. You have to find coverage for a lot of time for your kids. We do. We do. We have some help at home. That's fantastic. Yeah. And then my husband also works from home. In the sense that like for me, like uh, it takes a while to just get comfortable with people and your kids. Yeah. If I would have like cameras. This would be my house. <laughs> be right in here. You're a protective dad. Like, I'm going to peg you. You're a protective dad. Yeah. You want them to wash their hands and have their labels on their, their, um, their nurse outfits. Yeah, their yeah. nurse outfits. And, but which is totally fair. <laughs> this is, I don't know if I said No, you meant the label on the pet. But yeah. I think if they showed up with a scrub, that would actually, yeah. that would be good too. That's yeah, a good yeah. idea. I know. Put her name. Add on it, that. Add yeah, you're running at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. I've got a business for you. I will help you with a business yeah, no, plan. No problem. Nelson's starting a nice nurse, uh, nurse, nurse situation. Yes. She can even have report your, back. Your CD is right in her. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In her gown. It's a whole <laughs> partnership exactly. thing here. We got something going on. Okay. Uh, coverage. I I am grateful to have. First of all, and a lot of my shows are on the weekend. So my right. husband's home. Yeah, that's nice. So we try to get the two napping at the same time. It's actually convenient your husband isn't broccoli. <laughs> because <laughs> if he were, because it would, well, that was it one would of the first things even I asked. harder to like juggle. Yeah. People would literally call me, be like, are you it's alone? Like a, like a figure skater. Yeah. With like a figure skater partner. Yeah. But true. <laughs> they would be like, is Brock your boyfriend? I'm like, no. And wouldn't you guys know if we were together and at my wedding, Brock's speech. He was he was my uh, man of honor. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. And and his speech was like, we are disappointing a lot of children tonight because mm-hmm. yeah, obviously it's not broccoli. Um, 
But yeah, it would be much more difficult. Actually, I know a duo who just had a baby and they bring the baby everywhere with them. I'm like, how? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're gigging at the X right now. And I'm like, how? They bring the baby. That's hard. But yeah, harder to even leave her though. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm trying, I wasn't, we're invited to this wedding in Florida. Okay. Can't wrap my head around how to go. Like with a baby, how do people go anywhere? I don't know how you go anywhere. Even if you actually go down there, what do you do? You like take her to the wedding or like who stays right. in the hotel room or do you bring your mother? Like what? I don't know how people even do anything. That's don't ask people, me. I definitely yeah. don't know. People, don't, how they do people it. don't leave their house for a year for the first right. time. Like some people are like, it just depends who you are. And like you guys, this is your first, like this is your sweet little angel, right? So for you, the thought of like, you just want to soak it all in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's be protective part of it papa. Too. Uh, Especially when she changes so much day to day. Like they really, it's shocking how much it's wild. they start to do. And then you realize, oh my gosh, every day it's like she yeah, wakes up things. like a yeah. slightly different person, which is you just. Know, I, I, I love think... watching her. I love watch. She's just this little magical mermaid. Yeah. yeah she yeah. really is. Yeah. I have a friend that just had a baby and they. Um, how long ago? Six weeks. Okay. Um, take that baby everywhere. She's like, I don't want to wear. I don't want a stroller. She just wears the baby yes. everywhere. Ariel loves take, that. She, she loves. loves she just wears here. the baby, and they going back and forth to home at their place in the city, the place in the cottage. They've got yeah. a place down south where they're going to go for the winter, and they're just in the Caribbean. And they just they just now's the, the baby. time. Just take her around everywhere. Yeah. Now oh, for, we time. went out for dinner, and I was like, oh, like. Who's watching, um, you know, the baby? She's like, oh, man, she's coming. She wants to party. She <laughs> wears the baby and her. And yeah, I just said, you know, but you guys still took Ariel out to a lot of places. But yeah, I think going to a around. wedding in Florida is a bit different. Yeah, we went, Talia and I were once out for dinner. No, I was out for dinner with Henry and our head of technology kit. And um, uh, we watched a couple come in with twin babies who were like, Maybe three weeks old oh, wow. in a tandem strollers in a tandem stroller with two like the two seats. They're like three weeks old kids, and I was. They were basically the same age as Ariel at that time. Okay? Yeah, and I looked at this this couple coming in, and I thought of myself doing it, being like, "This would be like a stressful. This is like a perfect way to ruin a dinner." Okay, <laughs> you know, because you're thinking about. You're basically thinking about, oh, she's going to be upset or what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have to leave this dinner or what? The, they came in as like these babies were tranked. I have never <laughs> seen anything like it. Okay. They came in, this couple, they sat down so confidently. The babies, they brought them like right up to the table and they like were completely asleep the whole time. They ate their meal. They like had a nice meal and uh, and headed out of there. We, and I, I it was that. like they're, Yeah. Crazy. When we had our first, we did that. This is pre-pandemic. We did that every night. Not every night, but like we would often like he'd come home from work. I'm like, let's go for dinner. And we would take the babe all the time. We've done a lot of brunches and we've taken her places, but never been in a in an I guess in an evening groove with her like that. Yeah. But I but um when they're young, you can do that. Now she goes to bed at like 6 p.m. Right. And now you're just like, I just want her to sleep. Yes. But now she yeah, she does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she sleeps now. Thanks to Karen. That's well, the so. So, what's next? You've got a, you've got shows. You've got 
We've got a lot going on. Our album's coming out. Our album's coming out in the next few weeks, and then we're going to do a media tour, which is awesome. We'll be Um, keeping an eye out for that. Please do. Please do. I'll let you guys know, and I'll send you a bunch of some some stuff for the babe with the new album and we got some new swag amazing yeah so that's gonna be really fun we have our cd release concert october 29th great um so that's gonna be amazing and we have a bunch of shows leading up um so we get booked quite a bit in advance so these shows were booked like sometime in the spring and then we are releasing music videos so we have about five music videos to release oh that's great and then we have a tv show in the works oh my gosh amazing so we've got a lot going on thank you guys that's it's it's cool it's really fun so we can show your music videos to ariel oh please do we will these ones are actually really like our old ones i feel like are like dated Mm -hmm. but these new ones are like Super cool. And then we'll have to shoot with the new album and new ones. And so we're just like, we're just rolling with it. We're just rolling with all of it. Yeah. I'm so excited to see all of it. I mean, she, I'm so excited to see her reaction to it all. And now that she's met you and she'll see you again in person, she'll like be kind of. Yeah, know, she's gonna notice. And she I can told tell. Tell. She she's can gonna come to our classes. Like, wow, and she'll just, connect the dots. Yeah, it'll oh, be yeah. it's fun. She'll, she'll cool. Like, and do you have classes? Um, People can, we'll link everyone in the episode, but people can sign up their kids for classes in the city. So we do mom and talk classes when we're available. I really started back doing them when I had my kids. Yeah. Because I was like, why am I going to pay to take them to music? Like, here we go. Um, So we, it just depends on the session. Um, All of our stuff is like, you can find us on Instagram at Sunshine and Broccoli, sunshineandbroccoli.com, Facebook, Sunshine and Broccoli. Sunshine is with an O. So it's S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E. And all of our stuff, all of our shows and release dates and everything is always posted. Amazing. It's so exciting. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Really wonderful. So fun. And wonderful to meet you. Ditto. In person. In person. Live in person. It's been a blast, guys. Honestly, thank you. You're welcome. Thank Thank you. you. We're excited. Just listen to all your work and watch your videos. Thanks for tuning in to this episode with Lisa Sunshine. Visit sunshineandbroccoli.com to learn more and listen to their music with your kids. Find more episodes of our podcast at castofcreators.com, subscribe on YouTube, or listen on your favorite podcast platform.